He sends his word and melts the snow. The fields no longer mourn. He calls the warmer gales to blow and bids the spring return. She sends her showers of blessings down to cheer the plains below. She makes the grass, the mountains crown, and corn and valleys grow. Adapted from Isaac Watts, 1674-1748. And good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the almanac for the first quarter of the worm moon, March 11th to 18th, 2011. Here are some calendar events for this quarter moon you might be interested in. March 13th, 1877, Chester Greenwood of Farmington, Maine, invented earmuffs. March 14th, 1629, a royal charter was granted for the Massachusetts Bay Colony. March 15th, 1820, Maine was admitted as the 23rd State of the Union. March 17th is St. Patrick's Day. And March 18th, 1766, Britain repealed the Stamp Act. Natural and unnatural events with the warmer weather this past week, the snow cover has gone down, revealing what has been hidden for months. As our field agent Jeffrey from Chequamegan Bay, Lake Superior, says it, when the snow does melt, the bones of winter victims surface. And as the snowpack sinks, dead leaves, damp seeds, bits of bark and moss and lichen, twigs and feathers, and yes, Bodies and bones begin to show and pile up on each other as they're drawn down to the earth that is their home. The soil gave them life, formed them into elegant and lyric shapes, which flung themselves into the sky or skipped across the ground and sent them away for a time. But now they return broken, weary, and dead to build up the life of the soil again. I always remember a day in early spring in a soggy apple orchard where I found the bones of a dead crow under the snow, and a live crow taught me truths that no college or university could ever communicate. A history of the past winter is recorded in the sinking snow for all to see and a few to read. Soon this history will be lost as the ground warms up and hungrily devours the remains. And it's easier not to look, really. Old snow is ugly with its burden of death and detritus. But the destruction of winter is partner to the production of summer. They are death and life, yin and yang, and you can't have one without the other. Nature's secrets will yield at last to the patient and respectful eye. And here's a rank opinion. Secret military tribunals, star chamber proceedings, closed meetings, executive sessions, covert operations, passwords and secret codes can hide things for a time, but only for a time. It is no secret where the smoke from a thousand million automobiles and factories and power plants goes 
the sky knows. It is no secret where the megatons of trash from wasteful nations go. The earth knows. It is no secret where a million barrels of crude in the Gulf of Mexico or a hundred square miles of plastic flotsam in the Pacific Ocean go. The sea knows. And it is no secret how the violent desires of the powerful, greedy, and deceitful go, nor how the innocent and peaceful suffer by them. The spirit of earth and sky and sea and of the innocents knows all these things. There is nothing hidden that will not be revealed. And here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from John F. Kennedy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. And from the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas, recognize what is right in front of you, and that which is hidden from you will be revealed to you. Nothing hidden will fail to be displayed. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.